Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Monday, Wednesdays, Thursdays and 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. As a reminder, uh, so we made a decision. So we're probably not going to do a show tomorrow night. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to do uh, – I'll be driving to New York. So I'll be driving. So probably if you're on the Zoom, you'll probably see me jump in there, keep me company. <clears throat> but you got to be a member of the Social Red Pill to do that. So check that out tomorrow. So there will be no Daily Dose tomorrow unless I can find like Jim Price or something to host it. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens to that. But this is a daily dose. This is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, the infiltration of all of our institutions within our society, from our social, our our cultural, our political, our financial, our academic, everything and above, moving to the supply chain, to our infrastructure, all the way moving towards World War III. It is happening right now. The new world order, if you want to call it that, which is set to replace the old world order, is making their moves. And you know what the funny thing is? Is there's like like a big stop sign in front of their faces because they are being massively stopped. Um, and, and, and look, you guys know me. I'm the I'm the bearer of doom and gloom. I'm telling you right now, we are winning the information war. I'm telling you right now that their plans have been thwarted to a large degree. I mean, I, I'm I'm not the hopium guy. But I'm telling you this because we see the ramping up of the attacks on people like Donald Trump, on people like Vladimir Putin, who have progressively stood up against their radical agenda. And the fact is, is the more and more they push back about Trump against Trump, the more and more it shows you that they're afraid of Donald Trump. And if they're afraid of Donald Trump, you have to wonder why. Well, most likely scenario is they know that they can't steal the 2024 election. They can't steal the 2024 election and Donald Trump is running. Then he wins. He gets the presidency. He gets the power. If they fit that with a Congress or a Senate that can back him, it's going to be a very dangerous scenario for them. Likely, uh, Likewise, Vladimir Putin, he is going to stay in power. He has been a thorn in the globalist back for a long, long time. I'm not a supporter of Russia. I'm not pro-Putin or any of these types of things. Or any, yeah, hold on, on now. My uh, potential co-host just texted me. So, but he's not a supporter of any of these types of things and has been progressively against it. Now, Vladimir Putin, you know, yeah, he's a totalitarian dictator. Uh, actually, hold on. Oop, I, I messed that up. Okay, there we go. Sorry, had emergency text message come in. So what we see with Putin and Trump is the more and more the deep state and the globalists push against these people, the more and more we realize that their plan has been faltered and potentially could come to an end because of these two people. With this being said, we look at the actions taken against Donald Trump. You had the first New York City indictment with the DA there that happened on the 42nd anniversary of Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt. Uh, the arraignment happened on the 55th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, assassination. Okay, that's symbolism right there. Symbolism will be their downfall. That was a warning to Donald Trump. Now we have the second indictment that just came from Jack Smith. And it's funny that this judge puts a gag order on this case for Donald Trump, but then Jack Smith is the one who's leaking the audio out there. It's just unbelievable how this DOJ system actually operates. 
But the second indictment comes and everybody's saying who's looking at this from a constitutional legal standard uh, point of view that there is absolutely no authority whatsoever for the DOJ to bring charges against Donald Trump. I mean, there is actual legal precedence backing up Donald Trump's case with the Bill Clinton Sox case, which Donald Trump has put out multiple times on True Social. Hey, you remember the Bill Clinton Sox case? Uh, uh, the, the Supreme Court has already ruled on this. And now they're trying to say that this audio that Donald Trump uh, is, is heard audioed on or videoed on um, is this smoking gun. Well, here's the thing is there's no substantiation of evidence that Donald Trump had anything in his hand that was classified that he was actually showing to lawyers. Think about it this way. Apparently, he's saying it was, um, you know, he, he joked around today saying it was uh, a golf course uh, engineering plans, but he picked up a piece of newspaper and he was talking about a story that was trending. He said, I could have declassified this if I was still president. That's basically the story from what we're hearing his coming out. As in, he wasn't showing anybody classified. Even if he had the document in front of him and he held up the folder and said, I can't show you this because it's classified, he still has the right to have it. And so this is where this is all coming about in the sense that, yeah, Donald Trump, they're saying, is is releasing this classified information to his lawyers or to uh, reporters when he actually didn't. And they're making stuff up as they go. So they're doing this character attack on him, trying to get him to drop out by threatening him with life in prison, threatening him with potential death through symbolism and many other aspects of this. Why? Because they're scared of him. They're scared of MAGA. They're afraid of the people that are behind Donald Trump. This is why they haven't taken him out yet because they understand how big this movement really is. Then you have from the other side, the left-hand side, you have Robert F. Kennedy come into the mix. I mean, this is a, a double factor attack on the globalist deep state because if if rfk wins the nomination over gavin newsom we'll talk about that here in a minute you know obviously he's going to he will have a challenge against donald trump but i believe that donald trump would win and most likely select him as the actual vice president if he would actually run like that i don't know We'll see, because I know at this point in time, Donald Trump does not trust anybody within the GOP, and I wouldn't either. You know, to to add to this is we have the DeSantis factor. Now, DeSantis was quoted today about talking about his his, uh, declining poll numbers, and he goes, we love what we're seeing. Well, isn't that interesting that we have the whole neocon rhino establishment backing DeSantis, coming out of the woodworks, endorsing him? We're seeing the true colors. If you go back months and you listen to the show and we heard about DeSantis, I said, DeSantis is the trap to pull all the neocons, the rhinos, and everybody who does not want Trump out of the woodwork, get them behind DeSantis. Once that happens, Donald Trump will know who his allies are and his allies aren't. Now, I don't know if DeSantis is a good guy or a bad guy. I don't know. I don't know if he's working with Donald Trump, if this is part of a plan. It potentially could be, right? We don't have enough information right now to to really analyze that. Now, my thoughts by looking at kind of the things that have happened is that DeSantis is 100% with Trump. And the reason I say that is when the DOJ in New York City first came out and said they're going to do indictments, Ron DeSantis said that Florida's not going to have anything to do with that. We're not helping you guys. 
You can take care of that on your own time outside of Florida. That's protecting Donald Trump. Donald Trump still lives in Florida. Ron DeSantis is the governor. I mean, that's not necessarily the protection that you want against your political opponent, right? So I, I look at these types of things, and that's how I make that assessment, but I don't know. We could we could see it completely op, uh, the opposite way. It could be that DeSantis has been a bad guy the whole time. We don't know. I'll tell you one person who is a bad guy, though, the warmonger, and I'm going to bring this up here because this just needs to be shown here. This is uh, Mike Pompeo. And quite interesting on the sense of Mike Pompeo here because he comes out and says, the majority of Americans are right. A Putin victory would damage our core interests. Instead of delaying, the Biden admin should give Ukraine the weapons to end this war. That's that's nuclear weapons, by the way, is what he's talking about there. The majority of Americans are right. The Putin victory would damage our core interests. The majority of Americans, majority of Americans think Ukraine victory is vital to U.S. interests. New survey. Bullshit. This is the Reagan Institute finds three quarters of Americans think that it's important to the U.S. that the Ukraine wins the war against Russian aggression. 86% of Democrats. I'm calling absolute bullshit on that. This is another one of those crap surveys that come out. Now, the point I'm, I'm pointing out here, though, is Mike Pompeo. He's been incredibly aggressive towards Putin and Russia. This is a man who abandoned Donald Trump after the 2020 election. We got to remember these people's true colors. Let me check real quick here. There we go. And so Mike Pompeo, a warmonger. Now, we'll get into the Russia, Russia, Russia stuff here in a little bit. Uh, there was some new developments over the night that occurred with this. Uh, Sirovitkin, which is one of the generals, um, has been detained. And we knew that this was going to happen. Shogu. Uh, Sarah Vikin and uh, another one whose name I can't really pronounce very well because I don't speak Russian because it's in my blood. But we will look at that here in a little bit. Uh, let's jump into some interesting things that are coming out right now, because uh, Tucker just the other day was talking about how Joe Biden will replace with Gavin Newsom. This was a few weeks ago. Um, a friend of mine, Game Tech Politics, came out and, and put this uh, this tweet out that Joe Biden and let's see if I can find it right here. Yep, there it is that Joe Biden will be replaced by Gavin Newsom. And, and Games got some really good intel. He says here, Biden will announce he is dropping out of the 2024 race before the primaries. Gavin will be his replacement. The DNC will use their power to put Gavin as the front runner and uh, save this tweet. So uh, that's what he's saying. I said, the old bait and switch method, um, didn't we, uh, don't say we didn't warn you. It possibly could come much faster with the current investigations, but prior to the primaries is, uh, better timing for the Dem since it'll give a sense of urgency to replace him. Before this time, Newsom will be propped up in the news as a hero. Absolutely. Now, what's going on with Joe Biden? Well, there's there's a lot of interesting things happening right now with Joe Biden from the level of corruption that we're seeing. So you got to remember, they just filed articles of impeachment. We got the phone calls with China. I'm going to show you a video right here. Actually, let's just jump into it. Jim Price is going to be joining us here in a minute. So we're going to wait for him to join us. But I want to jump into this. So John Solomon gets this uh, this this phone number from the Hunter Biden stuff. Apparently, it's Joe Biden's global phone, right, that he used basically a burner phone that uh, Joe Biden had from Hunter. So listen to this. I, you got to check this out. This is just absolutely epic. 
report was turned over from the FBI, there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten through other means. And one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can, I've been trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden. So I'm going to call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone, and guess who picked up the phone? Oh, boy. Joe Biden. Joe? Oh, Joe Biden. What? <laughs> so what did John Solomon just tell you here? That someone leaked him some documents, apparently these these documents that show that Hunter Biden was paying for a cell phone for Joe Biden, basically a burner phone to conduct international business while serving as president. John Solomon calls the phone number thinking he's going to get Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, the president, picks up. Like, what? You got to be kidding me. You know, this comes out with WhatsApp, uh, the WhatsApp message leaks that come out and talk about CEFC chairman talking about, oh, yeah, you know, everything that you guys are going to do is going to make the chairman happy. Talking about the chairman of the CCP, Xi Jinping. I mean, this is treason up the yin-yang, people. Okay, so we have this whole perspective. Now, Tucker comes out and puts out uh, points out the obvious reason why Democrats are not afraid of running Joe Biden for president in 2024. So Tucker Carlson said last week, a whistleblower um, produced a WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden proving that at the very least, his father knew about the influence peddling business abroad and uh, probably participated in them. 10% for the big guy. So as a whistleblower produces a text message showing that Joe Biden was in the room with his son when his son was selling influence to an enemy power, the Chinese government and ABC's take on it. Joe Biden is the father first, take it or leave it. What accounts for a response like that? Well, that's the way you talk when you've got nothing to fear from an upcoming presidential election. You don't even bother to think of an excuse for your candidate because you don't need to. Your country has electronic voting machines. Joe Biden got 81 million votes in 2020, and you're pretty sure he can do it again. In fact, you know he can't. You're not worried. And this is, so this is Tucker taking a different approach, but I'm taking this approach. They're not worried about Joe Biden in impeachment because they're going to replace him. And potentially, we're not going to see an election. Let's bring uh, Jim Price in here. Jim Price of the Jim Price Show, of the Dark Delight Show. Jim Price, how you doing today? We're talking about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. We're yeah. talking about John Solomon. Did you hear this? John Solomon had these documents leaked to him about Hunter's business dealings, which had a phone number mm-hmm. of the phone that Hunter had bought Joe Biden. Oh, okay? the satellite phone? Yeah. So he had bought Joe Biden a phone. He was paying for it under his business. And the number was on there. So John Solomon's like, I'm just going to call the number, see if I can get a comment from Hunter Biden. No way. Just picked up. Hunter or Joe? Joe. No way. Come on, man. I'm dead serious. This, yeah. Uh, all right, quit. I could, <laughs> guys, this is like some of the dumbest crap ever. I don't get this. I got to reset my camera. I don't know what's going on. So, so this is the scenario we're building here. I quit. Is we, have the, we have the impeachment against Joe Biden coming up. We have all the evidence, the, the WhatsApp messaging, the, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop information the leak to the 302 from the fbi we have all this information the millions upon millions tens of millions of dollars that they were given at his time as vice president we're not even talking about the time that he's had since january 2021 okay and tucker was saying that they're not worried about running joe biden and you want to know why they're not worried about running joe biden (laughs) because they can't they're not going they can't that's right 
There's so no what did you see going around today with Joe Biden? He had the indent on the side of his face. The CPAP? Joe, Joe, Joe Biden's wearing a CPAP machine. Oh, God dang it. I fell for it. Oh my yep. God. And so, so Biden has begun using a CPAP machine for sleep. Wow, so he's yeah. on the decline. And this, this article goes on to say that Biden, Biden is getting older and his health is potentially in decline. <laughs> so do you see what they're doing here? Oh, my God. You have to see how their narrative flows. People. Right. I is, the yeah. House of Cards is coming down on Joe Biden because of Hunter Biden, because he just answered this phone call from John Solomon. So what do they do? Oh, well, put a CPAP machine on. Your your health is going to decline. He, he's not cognizant. He, oh, you didn't answer the phone, did you, bro? I mean, if it doesn't have your name or the name of the person on the phone, you don't answer it, Joe. I'm just saying for, for a friend, like, I don't know how to be a world – you know, world dominating mastermind that wants to kill off the world's population. But I'm going to go with that's like 101. You don't answer phones on numbers on your secret phone of numbers you don't know. <laughs> well, not only that is, is how about this? It, it means that he still has the phone. I know. I know. It means that he still has the phone and he's still using it. That's fine. That's, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold on to this. And if you, son, you ever want to get a hold of me, I'll have the bat phone on me. Hello? Hello? Is, who is this? <laughs> so this is something that we talked about a while back is that they were going to replace swap Joe Biden with Gavin Newsom. And now a lot of people are talking about how before the DNC primaries next year, they will swap Gavin and Joe Biden. I said that Joe Biden is not going to make it the next year. Gavin they are gonna- gave the acceptance speech a week ago. Didn't you hear his, his a speech he gave uh, at the, it was at the state dinner thing, wasn't it? Who's this, Newsom? Yeah, Gavin Newsom's up there going, you know, as we move forward into the new world, as men, and he was giving like the the um, Hunger Games speech. <laughs> like it was a little creepy. I, the way he was giving it, it sounded like he was ex- he was basically accepting their their God blessing to start moving in that direction. It sounded a little too much like I'm here to cradle you. Well, you remember when Joe Biden was in vacation in North Carolina and Gavin went and visited an empty White House and apparently he was doing he was pulling the LBJ. You know about the LBJ, right? Curtains. in the curtains. Nah, don't put that carpet in. Put this carpet in. JFK is in Texas. LBJ's at the White House doing measurements, telling him not to put the carpet in. And JFK's still alive. Oh God. Oh my God. And Jackie, Jackie Onassis is sitting there going. What the heck's going on? We wanted blue carpets in here. Oh, LBJ said he wanted the green ones. And she goes, he, he, no, this is our, and then boom, boom, John F. Kennedy's dead. Then okay. so Gavin Newsom's in there taking measurements. Oh, okay. So what will happen here? Okay. Uh, timing is everything, right, bro? I mean, think about uh, that. So this is, this is the problem, though. Jeez. Kamala Harris is the problem. Right. Oh. So how do you acquiesce Kamala Harris to get Newsom? You ready for it? Go for it. I'll listen. I'm listening. Yeah. The Supreme Court seat will come up relatively shortly. Oh, no. Kamala Harris will be nominated for the Supreme Court seat. No way. She will get the overwhelming majority vote in Senate for it. She'll be replaced by Gavin Newsom. Joe Biden will be removed. Gavin Newsom will take over. Well, yeah, it's plausible. I mean, I, I give that a high, high probability factor of success. I do believe I, it. I, I, Sotomayor is going to go away. Kamala oh, Harris is going to come in. 
The Hispanic's going to be re- replaced by the, uh, the the Haitian lady. Haitian Jamaican or the, the Indian Haitian? Haitian? No, Indian like Haitian. Filipino or oh, Indian, Indian Haitian. Jamaican. Indian Jamaican. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it works on the minority side. It balances their, their score card that they it's have. It's just a checkbox, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one's got two. <laughs> got female parts and, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, great. So we are about, like I said, guys, the next 18 months are going to be turbulence and a flood, okay? And so we're already seeing the stage be set. And, and you guys, listen, I'm telling you, mark my words on this, Right. is watch what happens. Joe Biden is going to be pulled. I thought this was going to happen before 2022 because the information coming out for Joe Biden before 2022, I mean, it was bad for the Dems. It's right. even worse now. And this is moving into an election year. The, the Dems will never never come out of this so they have to swap and flip and do something fast and immediate but they have to get rid of kamala harris immediately another scenario you could see is kamala harris take the reins they uh the senate appoints gavin newsom as vice president because if Mm -hmm. the senate would do that appointment right then kamala harris steps down but doesn't the like the 25th or something like that say that the president can assign the vice president I thought it said something about that in the. Mm, I, I think it's the Senate that has. I think he can assign the vice president with sen- Senate approval. We're going to have positive that the Senate is the one that declares the new vice president. And, and research this. Uh, we're going to do a timeout. Right. But also, is there's been many presidents that served with no vice president. Really? Yes, there has. Uh, T- Teddy Roosevelt. Did he really? So when McKinley was shot and killed, right? Teddy was his vice president. Nobody. So Teddy became him. president, and they never replaced him. So the order of secession goes to the president of the Senate during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I like it. All right. So Uh, Joe Biden, guys, expect some massive big booms on Joe Biden in the coming weeks and months. Breathtaking, though. That is breathtaking. I he answered the phone. (laughs) You want to see? No, seriously, dude. I'm just I'm going with come on, man. You can't come on, Joe. Just if there's no name on the number, don't answer it. Yeah. Listen, listen for yourself. What was turned over from the FBI? There had been some documents that fall. Oh, of course. Quirkle of death. The donut of death. Of course, had gotten through other means. And one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can. I've been trying to get fair comment from Hunter Biden. So I'm going to call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone. <laughs> Hold on. It's great clips, though. I mean, who's ever clipping this is doing a good job. I, yeah, I don't know. You they don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> and guess who picked up the phone? Oh, boy. Joe Biden. Come on, man. <laughs> Just, you Come can't on, make this man. Come on. You can't make it up. Shit, man. Joe, listen to me. When you see me come up on the phone, you my name, yeah. you answer it. I and can you- see Jill there right now. Joe, no! Oh, oh, this is Joe Biden. <laughs> in the room's going, what are you doing? Stop. Joe Biden, this is John Solomon. Uh, Jill, it's some guy named John Solomon. John Solomon's calling for you. I, I swear. He goes like this. I hope. It's for you. It's John Solomon. <laughs> Listen, I swear. I hope John Solomon had the intelligence to freaking record that. Oh my God! I man. mean, you firstly, hey. you're not going into a phone call with Hunter Biden without something recording, right? 
Oh. I mean, he had to have recorded this. Please, John Solomon, please have recorded this. I mean, do you understand how damaging that is to Joe Biden? Hey, I have my son's burner phone in my pocket as president that was given to me by my son that I declined of even having that was utilized for overseas business deals when it's I was vice president. Satellite. It's a satellite phone. It's not a landline. It's yeah. a satellite beep, 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 beep phone. So you know what it was? It's not like, a, it's not like one of these little slim jobbers. You it's, know what it was, Jim? Go. I bet you he was just having all the calls of that number forwarded to his regular cell phone. <gasps> and he's so That's lazy. why he picked it up. He's so lazy. Like, oh, yeah, this is so bad. Hello, John Solomon. How are you? People are going to be calling me on this line or people who have my number and who are in the oh, notes. So. Yeah, you know, math. <laughs> hey, listen, I, you know that we can save you up to 20% by changing your car insurance over to Geico? Uh, you know where? <laughs> really? Want to know if we can uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead. An hour later, it. Joe Biden walks in. Joe Biden's got all his insurance paperwork out there. Like, well, what if what if we put this car on there? <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh. So think about it. It's like, uh, yeah, I we're gonna extend your car's warranty for your seventy nine Datsun pickup here. Uh, give, give, me, give me the VIN number for that. I mean, this is how stupid that call is. Seriously, Joe. I mean, guys, I don't answer the phones I, numbers I don't know on my phone. It's like, if I know you. You go on the phone, you get a spot. I mean, if I'm in communication with you at all for something, I will dump you in here. If I, if it's a number I haven't seen, I don't answer. Hey, Joe, it's a number you don't have on your phone. Like, don't well, answer it. He, right? he answered it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I guarantee and John Solomon's going to be subpoenaed by Congress to testify on that one. Oh, my God. That is. Re- okay, listen to me. How that's we, why the audio hasn't is, been released. That yet. is medically retarded. There is oh, he is medically retarded. damage <laughs> that you're talking about. I mean, I have a daughter who's got you know a disability, but I, I, I don't even want to lump him into the same category as her because this is this is purposeful. Like, I mean, this is dumb. This, this is, is elder abuse. Seriously. Okay. Shit here. All right. So All right. Joe Biden. We will we will keep on reporting on Joe Biden. We'll pay attention to Joe Biden, but you have you guys can understand I'll he's not running. The Hold on a second. I'm going to call him now. See if he answers for me. <laughs> You if I had that number, yeah. I would. I would do it right here on the I call that. He's like, hey, yeah, this is Joe. This is Joe. This, this is Joe. Joe. Joe who? Joe Biden, your president. Hey, do you remember this? <laughs> Joe, is your refrigerator on? <laughs> do you remember that from the 1980s when you I used know. to get those calls? I know. Oh, you yeah. the landline calls. You open them up you're like, hello, sir. Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, prank calling at night. God, those were the good old days. And elder abuse. Uh, him harder. What was the other one they were saying? They were, uh, what was the, it was a comment earlier I was going to make fun of. And I, oh, Jamaica, Jamaica Indian. Uh, Jamaica, not an Indian is more like it, but oh, not an American. I, yeah. How about, uh, you're not qualified there, chick, just like your brother Barry. Oh, Barry over there. Barry Satoro. <laughs> it's geez, man. Okay. I had Larry some, Sinclair? they were like, how I, you know, I just, you know, I'm like, are you kidding me? Obama was bred and put in the place of two of the biggest socialist Marxist pieces of shit on earth. And he grew up listening to only that. My kid listened to Paul Harvey. He's 28 years old right now. And if there's a Paul Harvey, anything on the internet, he stops and listens to it, even though he knows it's a rerun from 15 years ago or more, because that's what he listened to. Barry Satoro listened to Marxist shit all of his life. What do you think he grew up to be? 
Mm -hmm. Converted, you know, a capitalist all of a sudden, free market guy? No. No, he, it's like, God dang. Yeah, and then Big Mike stuff. Come on. Okay, guys, can we just come out and just get this over with? I thought the transgender stuff was about well, getting out. How about this? Do you know this about Barack Obama? You know who Harry Lennox is? Refresh me. Refresh so me. he is an actor in Hollywood, okay? Okay. So Harry Lennox is the, the actor right here on the left-hand side, okay? That's Harry Lennox right there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking okay. about. He plays the head FBI agent in The Blacklist. Right. Very profound actor. That's Barack Obama in him. And it's just Shakespearean almost. Anyway. Now, this is Barack Obama before he's a state senator. Right. Before he graduates from college. This is in the early 1990s. When he's still smoking weed, man. That's right. So what happened there is some very powerful people came up to Harry Lennox and asked him to help train Barack Obama in acting. Harry Lennox breaks it all down. And so Harry Lennox goes on there and talks about the story of how he trained basically Barack Obama was basically to just mimic him and replicate him. And so this is why Barack Obama has the stature of Harry Lennox when he talks and when he speeches, because he's acting. Well, you know, he's a Manchurian candidate, dude. He was the, okay. He was the first to do that. He was the first to perfect the three-word phrase hypnotist effect on, a, on an audience. If you keep all of your sentences to a three-word phrase that you can put together over a long period of time to make sure that the mm -hmm. audience has a constant pause, that's how he talked. I watched some tapes of that dipshit, and I said, like, that was it. He kept – it's a mind hypnotist uh, effect. Three-word phrases with many pauses in between, even some major pauses. Yeah. That causes you to want to draw to the next word he says, and it draws you in, and you absorb it. It was all mind fuck. I don't know. Are we allowed to say fuck? On yeah, you? you can. I guess. All right. All right. So okay, there went our so, rating. Now we segued into Hollywood. Okay, so now we segued into Hollywood. So Barack Obama was an actor, Manchurian Candidate, placed in there. Uh, the Pritzker family in Chicago, in Illinois, are the ones who funded this whole operation. If you don't know, the Pritzker family at the end of the 1990s was indicted in bank fraud with one of their banks um, where they defrauded the people of that bank billions of dollars. They were actually indicted in a federal lawsuit, and they sought to change the rules and regulations so they wouldn't be arraigned and thrown in the jail. Yeah. And uh, so what ended up happening is they petitioned, they basically funded a whole bunch of politicians in Illinois to redistrict a Senate region, a very, very wealthy Senate region in Chicago or in Illinois to incorporate the hood in the ghetto. So they redistricted. Well, guess who got uh, uh, nominated or elected in that Senate region in Chicago as a state senator? Barack Obama. So what did Barack Obama songs, the kids songs when they made those kids sing that shit? Barack Obama's our savior, some crap like that. Oh, my God. Anyway. So Barack Obama becomes a state senator. They immediately redistrict back to the original district. Okay? Now, what happens is, is he goes from state senator, one-term state senator, one-term – or sorry, he gets nominated as U.S. senator. Right. Immediately from U.S. senator, goes directly to president. Okay? And the Pritzker family was one of the primary families behind this. Mary. Now, he nominated Pritzker's wife – as the Secretary of Commerce. Oh, she's got the money. Money, money, money. I mean, she was a woman who had a federal indictment a few years before this. 
Now, you know who Pritzker is, right? He's the governor of Illinois now. That's fine. That's yeah. fine, Josh. What do you you question this? This you remember they took out. Remember they took out the one dude who was blowing the whistle on him, the uh, the Polish uh, governor, who was connected oh, to the Polish mafia. Yeah, yeah. He all started running his mouth. Yeah, he started oh, running his mouth. They threw him in jail, and Pritzker's the one that came and replaced him. Shit. What was that bozo's name? Oh, I, I can't remember his name. I got his face in my head. Ron. He always had the skinny red black hair. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway. All right. Well, who cares? Anyway. Hey, 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 Oklahoma. There's Oklahoma. Uh, you guys checked in on Oklahoma down here. So good to see you. I mean, we're neighbors. Hey. Um, Rod Blagovic. Rod oh, Blagovic. Uh, Jabo- uh, Bajoyevic. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that tool. Oh my gosh, man! You but know he talked like, afterwards. He's like, "Oh, you guys want me to take you down?" But no one believed him. They just they, they ran the conspiracy yeah. theory him, right? And yeah. then he got out of jail, and everything was all good. You didn't hear from him again. Okay, so into Hollywood, he did run his mouth on one press conference, and then that was it. He did yep. one little, and it was yeah. So Madonna was hospitalized today, intubated in the ICU after being found unresponsive due to what they're calling serious bacterial infection. Uh, yeah. Have you seen her face? That is her face is the infection. That thing looked like a lizard or triangle or what? Botox is bacteria. I know, but dude, that's some surgery shit. Like, did you see how high? Does that make her Indian when your cheeks are this high? <laughs> like, what are you? Remember, it was like clear up in here. That's some uh, Joker shit right there. Anyway, maybe she. Oh, maybe she was trying out for the Batman movie. Well, yeah, you I know, know, I think we might have an image of uh, of Madonna. From the hospital. And show me that this? footage. Okay, here, here's the image live from the hospital of Madonna. Uh-oh. Really? Shit. God dang it, Josh. Just don't put that up there. Oh. Jigsaw. I know. That looks like her, though. If it you put the like image her. of her at the, uh, what was it, the Golden Globes or some shit yeah. or whatever she was at? God dang, dude. What? A, and then she had, like, the pigtail curl thing going. Ugh. Yeah, that was not healthy for me. That's birth control, girls. If you don't want your man to uh, bother you, just hang that shit around the house. That'll that'll keep it. I don't know unless he gets into that, and then you're screwed. I mean, I mean, you cannot deny the similarities here, right? Look, look, look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at those high cheekbones. Now she's Indian. Now she got her. She's a, a Jewish Indian. Remember that? That's a thing. <laughs> Jewish Indian. So yeah. Madonna's been hospitalized. I don't. We. I don't think we have any information on it. I haven't checked Twitter in a while. I don't know if she's still I alive. Texted, I dead. actually was reading that on the way down here. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, but there was updates to it. Yeah. She's, uh, she's she, her health is improving. Full recovery is expected. Okay. Uh, suddenly died, suddenly dead, or suddenly died. Died suddenly dead. Uh, Twitter, suddenly dead uh, is uh, the one I got it off of. Mm. They put it out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play a video next. And you might have saw this on my Twitter, but I found this incredibly interesting considering the fact that Ice Cube, if you did not know, um, Ice Cube just came out with, um, he's going to be doing a podcast tour. Okay. Actually, let's let's just bring this up. This is uh, this is Ice Cube's video that he just put out. Let me know. Look, actually, hold on. I got I to gotta get the, the audio. Let me connect the audio. You gotta watch. You gotta watch Rick and Morty because Ice T's in there, bro. <laughs> you know what it is, it's your homeboy. I- oh, he's damn. I- yeah. Um. 
Okay. Well, anyways, I will summarize for Ice Cube. He comes out in this video and basically talks about the gatekeepers in Hollywood. Right. Okay. And he says, I'm going to call them out. Now, this is, you got to remember, Ice Cube is friends with Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital from what we're hearing to be a reaction to the COVID vax, right? Yep. Yup. I have reason to believe that it has nothing to do with the COVID vax. Now, I'm going to mention three. Uh, three why names. did you say that? If it has nothing to do with it, why'd you worry about it? Well, no, I think it has everything to do with what we've been talking about. The, I know. can happen from the people who are vaccinated. So, Tupac Shakur, Will yeah. Smith, and Jamie Foxx. Okay. Did you see that video I sent you about the replay of the uh, Will Smith slap is actually from like the 40s? Oh, right, right. But how about the heat that Will Smith has taken from that, his career basically in runes from this? Jada Pinkett Smith, his handler, yeah, basically, uh, you know, ruining this man's life, who, yeah. by the way, Jada Pinkett Smith was Tupac Shakur's girlfriend, now, do you know who introduced Will Smith and um, Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith? Uh-uh. Quincy Jones. He's a homewrecker. Watch this. Oh, I hope this video just plays without interruption, okay? Well, play it through, man. It's all right. We'll wait. Yeah. Then I get a call from somebody. Hi, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Took me to Quincy Jones's house. He was asked by Quincy Jones to fuck him in the ass. So Rose McGowan has put Oprah on blast. Rose recently called out Oprah on Twitter over her past associations with some controversial men. You'd think that the fact that Jamie Foxx is bedridden would prevent him from spilling the tea on the things that happen behind closed doors in Hollywood. Well, think... Come on. You can do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's only when I have the full screen window open. Again, because the rapper come actor has been on a roll recently. It seems that while everyone has been thinking Quincy Jones to be the gatekeeper of gay rituals in the industry, Fox might have just brought another name into the mix. The name here is not another than Oprah. And not only is she above Jones in the ritual hierarchy, but it seems she might have actually set Fox up to be taken advantage of by Jones Dark, isn't it? I hate to be that person, but spoiler alert, this is just the beginning of the story, so stay tuned. Generally, when Oprah's name is mentioned, everyone thinks icon. But the truth is actually that there's a lot about Oprah that most people do not know. I mean, yeah, her name has come up in one or two arguments about policies that should be enacted in the country, but there are, there's a much deeper and darker side to the controversies surrounding the TV host. This is why Jamie's seeming revelation sent the entire social media into a frenzy about how she could possibly have been involved in pimping him out to Quincy Jones. And as unexpected as it may seem, there's actually a lot of substance to the claim. Jamie Foxx has been an entertainment mainstay for decades now, with an Oscar and a Grammy under his belt, as well as a best-selling memoir. But in a recent interview with Access Hollywood's Scott Evans, Foxx revealed that his career very nearly took a different turn, until Oprah Winfrey stepped in to give him some advice. In 2005, Foxx was riding high from the critical acclaim he garnered for his performance as Ray Charles in the musical biopic Ray, a role for which he would eventually win the Academy Award for Best Actor. But his celebrating had turned into non-stop partying. Winfrey took notice of this and called him up out of the blue. While the actor thought her involvement was because she wanted better for him, it turns out she had her own plans all along. She said, you're blowing it, Fox recalls, because we were just out hanging, we weren't taking the moment seriously. She said, I want to take you somewhere so you can understand the significance of what you're doing. Winfrey took Fox to the home of record producer Quincy Jones, where an impromptu intervention had been set up. Do Okay, so 
Yeah. There's three videos. It's like 15 minutes long. You can watch it on my Twitter if you want to. What they talk about is how Sydney Poitier comes in there. And so you have Quincy, Sydney, and Oprah as these three handlers. Now, if you remember, Oprah was affiliated with, remember Tom Hanks? She's Tom Hanks's handler. Remember the whole pedophilia? You have, uh, what's her name? The the one blonde chick who had the... the, the, uh, the Outro? No, no. The one blonde chick who had the, the daytime show. She Ellen, had the ankle. Yeah, Ellen. Yeah. Ellen, Whitney, Tom, all these people. So Oprah comes out as his handler. She was also affiliated with God of, uh, God of John of God in Brazil, who was running human trafficking rings, child sex trafficking rings, and he was this miraculous healer. Okay, right. so there's some something really big going on with this. And Ice Cube is about to apparently break this out on some podcasts. Hey, listen, I you, he's uh, going to call out. I think uh, Ice Cube is probably the next target because look at what happened. Jamie Foxx came out, started calling him out. And what happens? Next thing you know, he's in the hospital. and He can't talk anymore. OK, listen, you got to watch Rick and Morty, man, because Rick and Morty oh. brings Ice-T out Tupac. as a hero. At Tupac, the Tupac comes out there, starts talking about. You remember Tupac was throwing Quincy Jones under the bus that he's that he's gay and he's trying to mean the ass yeah. and they kill Tupac. Um. Yeah, dude. Okay, so Ice T is actually ends up Ice being Cube. a hero or Ice Cube. Sorry, Ice T. I, I got it all wrong. Sorry. It's a long day, guys. And you caught me at the end of it. So if you guys are doing editing, you'll just clip that out. All right. Um, anyway, no, the in one of the uh, Rick and Morty episodes, he ends up becoming the good guy at the end of it. He's like, uh, blow, you know, screw off, you know, fuck you guys. I'm not gonna be a part of your thing. And then at the end he comes through, right? <laughs> And so the thing is, is that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Rick and Morty have been kind of creepy lately. I've been, there's some things I've been picking up on, on the multiverse stuff and some other things. It's been pretty cool, but I don't know. That's just me correlating whether there maybe there is anything or not, but yeah, you got to watch Rick and Morty. Come on, Josh, be a Rick and Morty fan with me. I, I will try. Morty. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll have to try Brittany Murphy. So I know someone just mentioned that there, Brittany Murphy. You remember she came out and she was like, Hollywood is full of pedos and drug addicts and they get us all hyped up on drugs and that's how they control us. Boys. And then she dies of a drug overdose. What was the movie's Lost Boys? Lost Boys. Think about the movie Lost Boys. The vampires, mm-hmm. the, the running around. The, I mean, Lost Boys, I I thought it was kind of a, kind of a, when I was in high school, I missed it in the theater. So I saw it on VHS. Symbolic. I'm that old. Um, but but when i saw it i was like i really didn't like that movie i didn't think that was very and then now the you can look at the comparisons of the bloodsuckers and the the vampire well, the head vampire do you remember this the head vampire in the lost boys you remember right. him yeah what business did he own you ready for it go for it video store he owned the video store that his mom worked at Good stuff, man. I, you, dude, that, you know, that's a, I, I got to put that down as a um, Lost Boys breakdown. Yeah, Lost Boys, uh, Lost Boys kind of creeped me out, man. I And I didn't like it. So it just, and then I see the parallels to what it looks like today. If I don't get it. Anyway, so. Oh, man. Yeah, but I want to break that video Morty, down. Uh, 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 Armor says that Rick and Morty writers are pedos. I so. wouldn't doubt it. The same thing with all of them. I mean, Simpsons, Groaning, um, South Park. They're all affiliated with that group. Yeah. Yeah, So it's more mocking than anything. Right. Okay. So did you know that Jeffrey Epstein, so the DOJ puts this report out yesterday. 
Okay. That uh, we reviewed all the evidence. Uh, hang on, uh, my uh, Mitch McConnell impression. We reviewed all the evidence at hand, and we declared that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself in his cell alone with no outside help. You got to get your neck to come down. Uh, well, that's what I'm doing. So, but did you know that the night before he was allowed one phone call to call his mom? Did, did you know this? The night before he was allowed one phone call to call his mom. Right. So the night before he apparently kills himself, he's right. allowed one phone call and he calls his mom. Jim, his mom died in 2004. Well, you know, long distance, uh, you know, is a little extra, but it's worth it. Oh, wait. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> that was really funny, Josh. You got and, it. And they were talking about something really weird. Um, I, I'm trying to look for what the reference was. Right. So he uh, called his mom, so a lady answered, an old lady yeah. answered. So he wasn't sure it wasn't Hillary. No, you know what it probably was? It was probably uh Yislay Maxwell. Oh, she was still on the run then, wasn't she? Yeah. She was and it was probably get my insurance all the way out, out 30 miles from DC. So apparently what they were saying, what he was saying was something that was completely like it was like something about the toaster. He's like, take the toast out of the toaster or something. And which is code for get my insurance policy ready, something of that nature. That that's what I'm assuming. Right. No, I get it. I get it. You know, get the move these, move this from here to there. Yeah. But take it out of this hot place and took it somewhere else. Oh, you yeah, know, there's a lot of interpolate interpolating you can do there. Is that is that a word? Interpolating? No. Oh, I just made all right. And I may I may have heard it before. I'm a I'm a civil. Well, I guess. I mean, you can take interpolate yeah it's uh it's it's (laughs) i just i'm making shit up josh don't answer that question just move on i'll I'll bring you down i'll bring you down to my level buddy i'll drag you back down here so you uh united states postal or u.s postal service i can't or ups ups united postal service teamsters their union is threatening nationwide strike if demands are not met by friday there would be devastating disruption mail would get slower Would we even notice? Would we notice? Really? Would we miss them? I don't U- know. UPS? I don't know. I mean, do they have UPS a significant service? Would you miss it? Because you wouldn't get all that shit mail all the time. Amazon's business would take up, would pick up. But see, you know that uh, Amazon takes advantage of the federal government because Amazon signed a free delivery and shipping with the United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. You listen to what I'm saying, folks? Amazon got the United States Postal Service to deliver their shit for free. And that's why they make so much money because they're not paying for shipping. Well, Even if they, they did for make it. so much money for a long time because they had subsidies with Wait, the United States that? Postal Service. And that was negotiated for deals for the uh, the Amazon Web Services that they were also providing the DOD at discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, discount. You got to remember, it took Amazon 15, 20 years before they turned a profit. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for him, Josh. I definitely don't, but I'm just saying <laughs> and that's how that's how business at that you know. It, I listen, know I get it, but come on, man, that's a pretty good business model. To get your deliveries for free. Oh, like, hold on, now you're gonna make me go back to this tweet that I put out yesterday. I mean, you know, Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren. All right, okay? She's an Indian, give her a break, man. God, <laughs> we so sorry. No, no, not that. No, no, not that one. Uh, the other feather, <laughs> not. not. <laughs> Okay, so you have Elizabeth Warren comes out, I think it was yesterday, right? Right. And it's up oh, there it is. 
The IRS brings in $12 for every $1 it spends auditing the top 10% highest income taxpayers. But House Republicans keep trying to defund the IRS so the ultra-rich get away with tax cheating. We need to increase IRS funding, not cut it. I think I got an extra hundred billion this year or something, didn't they? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, they got they got eight billion. So Elizabeth Warren has a net worth of approximately $73 million. She's all right. She'll be okay. fine. She well, pays no well, taxes well, on her know. she pays zero taxes on her $140,000 a year Senate salary. She trades with insider trading due to information from her position in the Senate. She has become ultra wealthy because of the power of the people um, that support her. She has been in the Senate for only a decade. It is only now she decides that we need to tax the wealthy. But what she doesn't tell you is that the majority of the ultra wealthy don't pay taxes since they don't have income. They only have paper wealth. This is about taxing you, not them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the that's casino money, Josh. How dare you think that she does insider training? Uh, she gets that from her casino revenues because she's won one thousandth of a something. So mm -hmm. um, somebody long, long, long time ago had sex with somebody a long, long, long time ago, and it kind of got diluted out. So there's not much of that left. So anyway, whatever that means. So Fed Chairman uh, Powell came out today. Okay. And did you hear this? He says a recession it is not most likely case. Though it is possible, we've been in a recession. Get your hands off my shoulder. Well over years. <laughs> we're, you know, he should swap out the word recession with depression because that's what we're headed towards. We're headed towards a great depression rate. Explosion. Right now. It's the damn graphite or uh, carbon fiber submarine moment. It's over, folks. There's no. I talked about that on the radio today, Josh, about that submarine. You know, we can get to the moon in the fifties. Jim, what? Billionaire Zero, Titanic Two. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> it, they're just slaying it. Titanic's just slaying. I'm sorry. No, what's the other? What's the sister ship? It wasn't the Titanic. Um, what was the other one? Olympia. Yeah, the Olympia. So Olympia's killing them. Ba-ging, ba-ging. I got me billionaires. Uh, yeah. So that's a thing. But by the way. Why did we, if they found it after looking for one day, the wreckage, why didn't they go down there before the air ran out to go get them? If they can get the rest wreckage. They found, the U.S. Navy was tracking them. I know, but the U.S. Coast Guard went and got it today, but they, and it took them one day to find it. They went over, picked it up like this, like it wasn't a yeah. minute, but they couldn't do that before it was going to run out of air. So they waited till everybody was dead to run out of air. All hope is lost. And okay, then so come out with the we have the JP Morgan billionaire who dies in a car accident two days ago. Yeah, no. Four days ago, we have two billionaires that die on a submarine that goes underground. The CEO that lost the nitrate, the 30,000 pounds of nitrate, was in that capsule. So have we confirmed that, that he was the CEO of that company? That's the, it, I saw it on, uh, I thought it was on Gateway Pundit, wasn't it? I didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. Oh, no. It, it, maybe it no, I, I, I don't doubt it wasn't. But I'm just <laughs> saying... Uh, so that so he owned a petrochemicals company. I mean, and come on, man. Ammonium nitrate is a petrochemical, so it makes a lot of sense. And so think about this, though. One of the executives who is named in the the uh, Jeffrey Epstein trial with uh, the Caribbean and, and uh, J.P. Morgan, high-level billionaire executive J.P. Morgan, dies in a car accident. 
He's he's racing NASCARs and everything failed and he died. Then you have these billionaires that go down in the submarine. One of them happens to be like on the board of SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. And then the other one happens to own a petrochemicals company that just lost 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. And three billionaires, look, look, there's what, 270 billionaires in the world? Three of them just died in a matter of a week? That's 1% overnight. Yeah. Like, that's not odd. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's fine, Josh. This is all normal. You're, you're crazy. Um, I'm trying to find it. It's, it's I got a bunch of articles on the actual implosion. So nice of them. But I can't. I, I don't know if that. I got to look for okay. this guy. So today, Zelensky. Uh oh. Okay. Zelensky yeah. says no elections in Ukraine until the war is over. Oh, Wait. what? Are you so kidding? Decree me? was issued February 24th, 2022, when Zelensky introduced martial law to Ukraine due to the war in with Russia and said that according to the Ukrainian Constitution, Article 11, no elections are held while martial law remains in effect. Okay, I've seen the map of what Ukraine still owns. They don't own Ukraine anymore. I'm just I'm going out on a limb here that I'm looking at the forward progression of the Russian front, and uh, there's not much of Ukraine left. What are they fighting for? I mean, what are they got like a little sliver? They got like New Jersey left over there. What are they fighting for, man? Like nobody wants New Jersey. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. New Jersey. Jersey. We well, just, it's it's rich in trash. <laughs> well, we got the Jersey Turnpike. What else do you want? I mean, come is on. Is New Jersey an island that was made out of trash? What is the island over there that was built on a, a landfill? It's New Jersey, isn't it? <laughs> You never heard this? I am not talking anymore. You're not. I'm not. I'm not falling for it, Josh. No, I'm. I'm like this is part of the history. Okay, let's look this up. All right, is Josh lying? I just I put that in first. Okay, um, is (laughs) Jersey? Okay, why is my cap locks on? What the? Who's been on this computer? Anyway. Okay, I, I'm not going to be able to find it, but there there was a, a long time ago, there used to be all this talk that, uh, is it Boston? It's Boston. Sorry, Boston. Boston's built on track. Or Manhattan. One of, the, one Manhattan, of them are I built on it's, Yeah. It actually used to be a swamp. It was like a huge like cesspool. Right. And, and, and well, in the early days, what it was is they basically dumped all their trash in the swamp, and then New Jersey came out. It's like a running joke on the East Coast. Nobody knows this. <laughs> it's like it's a butthole baby or whatever you call them. So that's okay. Cool. So hey, yesterday, you can buy one of those so you can feel pregnant, Josh. Right. You know that, right. You can buy a little dummy and anyway. all my New Jersey listeners right now are like, "Fuck you, Josh." <laughs> Manhattan. Carrie says Manhattan, so we'll go with Carrie's with Carrie's version. But my yeah. name is D. Uh, says Boston. So I got one Manhattan, two Bostons. Three, uh, two man, three Manhattans. I don't know. Boston. Okay. So yesterday I broke down everything happened with Trump and Putin, all the interconnections. And one of the people that I mentioned last yesterday, right, was the president of Turkey, um, Erdogan. Erdogan. I, I pronounced it right. Erdogan. Okay. Yeah. So Turkey right now is impeding new NATO defense strategy, vetoing Sweden's entrance into the military alliance. Today's a Quran burning in Stockholm complicates Scandinavians' bid. So NATO diplomats are scrambling to solve the last-minute problems leading up to the summit set for July 11th and 12th in Vilnius in the Lithuanian capital. As many of those problems deal with Turkey's participation in the defense bloc. For one, there is a frenzy to try to have Turkey's leaders 
Erdogan to change his mind and greenlight Sweden's bin. Uh, it would be an embarrassment if they missed their stated target, having Stockholm joined by the next summit. Now, Erdogan has came out and claimed that Sweden is basically a terrorist organization, that they harbor terrorists, they train terrorists, and that's what they're good for. You didn't know that? I did know that. Okay. I was going to say, okay, so that's not, that, that's a new thing we're going to talk about? Like, So no, yes, Erdogan though, but so you have to look at the history of Erdogan in the last six months. Right. Joins the BRICS alliance, basically defiant the NATO, will not allow Finland and Sweden to join. He was given a whole series of F-16s by the U.S. Uh, military. That is what green lit Sweden's involvement in the NATO, but now is coming back and retaliating. Fair Doesn't way. support Ukraine, is good friends with Vladimir Putin. Is, is, really, is Ukraine really the shithole that it really is making itself out to be? I mean, seriously, are, they, are these people not aware of their own country? They are, but I mean, it's it's all a psyop, man. It's all a psyop. So, so Erdogan is now. Are you real, this- Josh? Come on, tell me, man. If you were fake, you'd tell me, right? You got to tell me. Are you a fake? Like, like, yeah, right. <laughs> you got to tell me if you're caught, bro. Anyway, I don't I just, I don't know, dude. This is getting way out of hand. Seriously. Right. Okay, so yesterday I was also talking about how there was this corruption in the Russian military between. Uh, pro pro uh, proshojin of, of Wagner of Wagner and of Putin. So Putin has his own private army. The military doesn't like the fact that he has his own private army that he can use Wagner for whatever means that he wants to outside of the law. So what they were doing is the Russian military is still corrupt from like the Soviet U- area, to where money flows in from the parliament. They take the money and they take a little bit off top, and then they send their stuff out. Right? You get yours. I get mine. We don't good. Okay. Good. Right. So. So Prozhojin comes out and says, hey, you need to get rid of these guys because they're not giving my people what they need on the battlefield, and we're taking heavy casualties. Well, the heavy casualties were basically the PSYOP that was being ran by the Western intelligence agencies, knowing the movements of Wagner and and targeting them specifically so they would have mass casualties in comparison to the Russian military. They wanted it to be that way because they wanted Prozhojin to basically get pissed off at Russia and they can set him up for the coup. Well, Prosuzhin comes out there and Lushenko from Belarus comes in and says, hey, look, we're going to negotiate this. It was a complete setup by Putin. Wagner Group now goes to Belarus, just a few hundred miles away from Kiev right now with a new strategic tactical position on Ukraine. So now it's a double-fronted war. And Vladimir Putin today goes ahead and arrests General Sergei Surovitkin. Oh. Renowned in his for his uh, merciless maneuvers has been known as the General Armageddon. He's the one who wanted to utilize tactical nukes in Ukraine. And so what we see here is this dichotomy that yeah. the Russian military wanted to end this campaign. And they were the ones coming out saying, we can nuke the West. We'll, no, we'll do this. We can nuke Ukraine. And Putin's like, you guys are crazy. And so now Putin's going in there. He's removing Shogu, who is under house arrest. He just put um, uh, Serovikin under house arrest. Right. And then the other, the General Assembly member is most likely next. So Putin is cleaning house of his deep state, which have is they not seen war world. games. I mean, have they not seen the cinema VHS tape of that war games movie with the little computer goes, want to play a game? I'm going to tell you right now that changes your mind a little bit. I mean, it's it's a it's a fun little movie, but there is some seriousness to it. I mean, come yeah. on, guys. Nobody wins. Nobody. Yeah. The roaches, the roaches win. 
I guess. I don't know. They say the roaches. You, you know, it was interesting because we had Steve Bassett on Earth Chronicles today. And right. it was it was an interesting episode of Earth Chronicles because it wasn't really much talk about the UFO disclosure stuff. It was more about the effects of disclosure. Right. And during the time I started to see a bigger picture. Yeah. That Steve Bassett was talking about the 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 bipartisan support for disclosure over the years. I mean, you can go to Trump, you can go to Reagan, Carter, Ford, Clinton, Podesta, um, oh, you know, all of these people and it didn't matter their political affiliation were pushing for this information to get out and here's the thing is you begin to see why specifically because the technology that we have in these black budget programs if it got into the world basically makes nuclear war obsolete it takes away the complete threat of well, one thing i agree disagreed with though is it it brings about a whole new level of technology scalar weapons these types of things but it makes nuclear weapons, in a sense, obsolete. Because if these things are able to shut down nuclear weapons, and now we have a new potential enemy ally in space, and the expansion of our whole worldview expands beyond this planet, then you start to see the bigger picture. And this is one of the reasons I think you had this bipartisan support to push this out there before this war that we're seeing right now, this, this non-kinetic war, this information war with the globalists. Yeah reaches its toll because i said they will not give up power that they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power so i think there's a push to get all this information out before they use nuclear weapons or something of that nature because once this technology is out there they're basically uh-oh right now there's intervention so i, I don't know it, it's just a theory but i i think that there's some merit here no it's good stuff man i they're they're fighting about vhs tapes guys i was just kidding but uh it's okay that you have a VHS tape. Some people have come out and admitted they still have a VHS tape plugged in. Um, anyway, uh, so think about what you're saying, though, that we have had. We've had the CERN Collider. We've had Looking Glass. We've had MK Ultra. We've had the Paperclip. We've had all these different tweaks to our DNA that other things have happened over 200,000 years ago when we started you know, doing what we do now. I mean, you think about all the stuff that we're being put through and all these things. I mean, th this is a pretty amazing time of, that the awakening of everything that we're seeing from the Sumerian tablets mm -hmm. to all the stuff that is really not even like, I'm not shameful to talk about it because, I, hey, I was first Bible Baptist. I was the sword of the Lord, you know, no music, no TV. When I was with Margin Charlie, my mom was a Satanist, so I got the both ends of the spectrum. But the sad part of it is, is that when we think about... This time that we're in, I, I couldn't talk about when I saw things happening, even to my folks, you know, I couldn't talk to them about certain things because they could only see what Fox was playing, right? Mm. Or what ABC was putting out there. But now we can have this conversation of talking about the Anunnaki. We could talk about the Book of Eden. We could talk. Have you talked about the Book of Eden yet? And the, the Book of Enoch? No, Eden. Well, so are you talking about the Apocrypha of Adam? No, 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 no. There's a book of Eden that talks about Adam and Eve and their twins, that the twin boys and girl that, that were born first, which is also the same play on the Sumerian tablets, which is about 6,000 years old. But oh, you anyway. didn't have to send me that info on that. You must have saw another uh, uh, TikTok video. Yeah, that's killing me, dude. Oh, I got to get off TikTok. Well, let, let's finish up the news. And we can do it. We can, let's finish up the news and we can jump into that conversation. Yeah. I want to play this clip. This is from uh, Timcast IRL, guys. This clip is freaking on fire check this out 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Colorado legalized abortion in up to nine months with no medical reason required. Do you, do you agree with I, that? I agree with that decision, yes. Not what about meth? Uh, like, should she be allowed to do meth? Yeah. Uh, I think if someone is doing meth while they're pregnant, that it is completely acceptable for something like, uh... I don't know what the name of the service is in the United States. Child or, services? I guess child yeah. it's her body, though. Yeah, it's her body. If she wants to do meth, what's the big deal? Uh, the big deal is that it's, she's intentionally trying to kill a child. Yeah. Hold on there a minute. Yeah, and I see where we're going. Gotcha, bitch! <laughs> what? <laughs> You're an idiot! I mean, what a setup. Yeah, that was good. Intentionally <laughs> killing the baby. Wait a minute there. Uh, I've asked the question on my show a thousand times. How is it a guy in Phoenix who road raged and shot at a vehicle and shot through the door and killed the baby was charged with homicide. But when you go see a doctor, it's just a procedure. Well, I will tell you that it, it's sacrifice. Oh. It is child sacrifice. The abortion that is happening in this country is child sacrifice. Okay. It is being glorified. It is, it, it is absolutely horrific. And you know, <sighs> It, it, it's really sad, man, especially how it happens to the minority. I community. love kids, man. I think they're fantastic. I would have 10 more kids if I could. I, I miss having kids. Man. My, my youngest is 28, man. And I'm going to tell you the one, the best part of living is watching your kids grow up. The rest of this is just, I got time to do this now, right? I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, this is, but at the same time, I would still do this, but I would love to have more kids because like, you know what I'd be teaching them? The first thing they would learn is we the people. I mean, I'm telling you, man, I would teach them the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution only, and then they would learn everything out of Black Law's dictionary. I would just sit here and teach them out of this book. That's what we got to learn. The difference, guys. That's an expensive book. This one here? It was a Black Law's Dictionary? That's an, that damn dare is an expensive book. Uh, it's a 1956, I think it is. I bought the oldest one I could find. Interesting. Well, I wanted to make sure that they don't fuck with my history, man. Yep. 1951. 1951, I keep it I keep it right here on the desk. Hey guys, I wanted to put this out there tonight. You got to remember our our red uh our after dark Q&A is tonight. Okay? Our after dark Q&A is tonight. Take part in that. You got to be a member to the socialredfield.com. You just got to sign up for free. There's also subscription services there if you want to support us. Uh, if you want to join in tonight just for a one time, uh, let me know. I'll send you the link. Um, but other than that, you know, it, it is a paid subscription to get into those Q&As, but it is really valuable and really worth it. We usually do it on Thursday nights, but I'm going to be out of town tomorrow. So we're doing it tonight. So please join in on that. I'm sending the links right now, socialredpill.com, and also our website, redpills.tv. You can check us out there. Please subscribe. If you're new here, first time here, make sure you're subscribing to where you're at and make sure you're going on over and subscribing over to our primary website and getting signed up over there in the social red pill. We have a good time out there. We got a troll on there right now, but we're trying to get rid of them, and uh, we'll take care of that for you. But uh, jumping back into the news thread, yeah. Here we go again. Former CIA agent promoted to Meta Facebook's head of election policies. Like, tell us you're trying to steal the election without trying to tell us that you're trying to steal. Tell us the CIA is involved in election stealing without trying to tell us that the CIA is involved in election stealing. 
come on, guys. Like They're just telegraphing this shit, and we're still not getting it. Uh, but, by the way, what is the one thing that is, uh, that what they're talking, I mean, I don't know, Was it, did we talk about the, the they're going to go ahead and ballot stuff? The boxes? The the the, uh, the uh, absentee box, boxes, the mailboxes, the mail-in ballots? What about it? Trump actually said we're gonna we're gonna do the ballot harvest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that? We we talked about it on the Dark Delight show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh... well. This is what I've been saying is that the the Democrats are afraid because they know that they cannot use hammer and scorecard because Putin will shut it down. They right. know that they cannot use the same tactics used in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. I mean, in twenty twenty two, they had a blatantly cheat and they had to stuff thirty million ballots within a matter of a few days and they're lucky they got away with it and America didn't revolt. I've seen right? the photographs of the ballots of the pallets of ballots that they shipped to Georgia. Yeah. I've seen the photographs of from it. Arizona. Yeah. So Wisconsin Democrats are openly defying state election laws to indefinitely keep election administration in place for the 2024 election cycle. So in Madison, um, and what can only be described as an openly defiant and breathtaking behavior on behalf of three Democrats in the Wisconsin Election Commission, state election law appears to have been deliberately and purposely ignored on June 27th at the WEC meeting regarding the reappointment of the administrator of elections. The Wisconsin Election Commission's three Democrats voted to abstain and the three Republicans to move to appointment matter of the administrator forward ap- voted yes on the appointment consideration of the administrator of elections position, whereby purposely causing a deadlock so that the current administration would, in the Democrats' minds, remain in place indefinitely. Wisconsin voters were invited by the three Democrats to sue them in court if they don't like their decision on the Wisconsin Election Commission to keep the administrator of elections in place indefinitely. Really? Wow. And they just... (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's fine. Just go ahead and just steal it right here in front of our faces. It's fine. We don't care. Okay. Yeah. So it was all a lie. Dirty Jack Smith leaked Trump Millie audio to fake news to taint jury pool and smear Trump, but it is not part of the bogus indictments against Trump. For weeks, special counsel Jack Smith has been leaking allegations to the Lemming media on alleged classified information on a report discussed by President Trump and his associates and written by uh, Mark Milley who was surrendered to Afghanistan to the Taliban and turned over $80 billion in U.S. weapons to terrorist groups. Milley wrote a report on his invasion plans to Iran that included the deployment of a massive number of troops into the Islamic State. This was obviously not taken seriously by President Trump or his staff. Trump was the first U.S. president in decades to keep the U.S. out of any new wars. And the recent leak by dirty special counsel Jack Smith involved Mark Milley and some nonsense he wrote about invading Iraq. Uh, Iran. The DOJ has been leaking the so-called classified information on the case to the mainstream media for weeks. In the beginning, uh, to read the indictment and case against Trump, but even three pages in, it's clear that the leaks that preceded the indictment are far too close to what is actually being pleaded by the DOJ to be a coincidence. This is from Jeff Clark, Legal Analysis. All right. He says right here, for example, in paragraph 6A on page 3, we hear about the recording of the Bedminster call which the MSNBCs of the world have been beating a dead horse for quite a while based on such leaks. This means that Trump's lawyers could not possibly be the source of the leaks. Ergo, the leaks are coming from the DOJ. They must be investigated and punished. Also, this is grounds for granting a motion highlighting jury pool poisoning and dismissing the indictment before it reaches even its one-month birthday. All of this is so outrageous as shocks the conscience. It's fundamentally anti-American. So this is so this comes after. The DOJ 
puts a gag order on Donald Trump telling him that he can't leak information and talk to the media, but Jack Smith and the DOJ are leaking it to the media, but it has it's information that's not even mentioned in the case that they're not even charging Trump with. That's brilliant. That is so brilliant. Oh, God, they're such fools. Oh, I like it. I, I mean, I love it. I may really do. We're winning. We're winning. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm going to do some more impressions here. Klaus Schwab praises the CCP for adopting COVID control measures at World Economic Forum summer Davos in China. Ah, okay. All right. All, All right. right. That's enough of that. Klausy. Premier yeah. Lee took his office this March in China's National People's Congress at a critical moment when China adopted new COVID control measures and started to boost economic development, social dynamism, and international cooperation, according to Klaus Schwab. Uh, wh what he means is that China implemented COVID vaccine identification policies, which grew into a global identification that gave access to various government functions, which it's communist, so it's all government functions. So banks, buildings, transportation are all controlled by this. In order to access these services, you have to scan in with your ID. Your ID immediately checks in a computer system, utilizing facial recognition, making sure it's you, firstly, if you are vaccinated, not vaccinated, or if you had a positive or negative uh, test, and, or if you should be quarantined. If we remember, in the Guangzhou province when they had the bank runs that were occurring in china people were coming from other provinces and they went out to use public transportation immediately when they got the public transportation they scanned their multi-pass and was flagged as being um selected for co uh, covid quarantine that they had basically tested positive for covid even though that none of them had covid tests and they were taking the quarantine and when it was figured out their money was all gone and seized by the government and they couldn't get it out of the bank even though that the government said, oops, the system messed up. No, they were targeted specifically by this. And so this is what Klaus Schwab's talking about. He's talking about a totalitarian state that is being implemented here. Yeah. Mm. So the malaria outbreak in Florida, here we go. Malaria outbreak in Florida. We know that Bill Gates released billions of mosquitoes in oh, yeah. the Florida Keys. Uh, malaria is a uh, parasite that is absolutely spread by mosquitoes for people out there. Mosquitoes, fleas, uh, fruit flies, these types of things. And, you know, it, it seems to be that about three years after release of these genetically modified mosquitoes, which I claim are having this uh, D7 protein in their saliva, which basically uh, inflames the injection site. And so the D7 protein naturally kills the viruses and the parasites in the, uh, in the mosquito when it, it goes to inject it into you. But for some reason, people are having this uh, um, this inflammatory reaction. Now, this is interesting. Vince was on the show with me the other day, Jim. Yeah. And Vince was talking about, uh, maybe you were on the show. I think it was Friday night. Remember he was talking about Skeeter syndrome? Yeah. Okay. So Vince was saying that, hey, I got bit and I got all these welts and stuff yeah, like this. You got, you got to call it something other than Skeeter. Skeeter syndrome. <laughs> Jim, I've had five other reports of it today. Come on, man. I better not be getting people, Skeeter, man. People are commenting and sending me messages on Twitter saying, hey, by the way, I was bit by mosquitoes, and I've been breaking out in hives and rashes. They're inflaming. Do you think it has something to do with the modification of the D7 protein? I said, oh, my God, I'm right. Holy shit. And I said, it's Skeeter syndrome. Look into it. But ah, dang, Skeeter syndrome. Yep. Damn it, man. Everything's trying to kill us. Yep. Are we in hell? 
seriously, guys, are we in hell? Tell me, dude. You guys have to tell me, right? I mean, you have to tell me we're in hell. You guys would tell me. Well, you guys would tell me, right? Wink yeah, right. Wink. Yeah, they're not going to tell you. Come on. All right. Well, this, this is crazy that I've got. I have to think about this many adversaries at once. I thought the whole breathing thing was kind of a goal. Much less having to think about mosquitoes giving you a skeeter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, all right, Jim. Yes, sir. The Book of Eden. Talk to me about it. Oh, so this was um, this has a, a, to do with and actually I didn't hear this from my usual guy. I heard it from another guy, but it, it it talks about the fact that this was purposely left out of the Bible, that there was Adam and Eve, which is, again, where they we talk about the the Sumerian tablets that lines up with all this. But uh, they had twins, a male and a female paternal twins and so are identical twins but they're whatever you call it when they're male and female i I would get that screwed up i mean whatever uh identical twins so they so they end up having after that they ended up having was it 90 some girls so there's the entire story is completely different than anything that we have actually heard of whether the adam and eve and the uh cain and abel story Mm -hmm. there's like uh, well, it's like, oh, yeah, we just and then, hey, Noah, <laughs> like they, they missed a whole bunch of shit in the middle there. So uh, this is a book of Eden. I'll have to look up the title on it. But, yeah, this was something I was like, wow, this is really incredible. But it's also the Sumerian tablets, too, that really are throwing everybody off now because these different universities across the globe are actually going in and, and publishing these out and then translating it. And you can go in and just read this stuff for yourself so this is pretty crazy huh well i know the there's a there's another version of uh of the adam and eve story called the apocrypha of adam i actually got it over here um which is quite interesting it actually tells of the reverse story that jehovah is satan and that the serpent was there to save them it's kind of it's a gnostic uh variation but um yeah i mean it's interesting that's Maybe maybe that's what we'll talk about tonight on Q&A if nobody asks some questions. So if you guys are interested on the Q&A, you can join us tonight, socialredpill.com. What I'll do is I'll throw this out there. If you want to join the socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Um, there it is. Every Thursday night, social red pills. Yeah, go so red pill project, redpills.tv. Every Thursday night, the Q&A on socialredpill.com. You can join with that subscription, help support us for as low as $4.99 a month. And you get into those Q&As weekly. You get into those Zooms nightly. We have Zooms nightly. They do movie night. They might be bringing back game night. <clears throat> People are on there every night shooting it up, chatting after chat. Um, we do Fridays and Thursday, Thursdays and Friday nights usually. This week, those two are canceled. I'm going to be on the road traveling. Jim and I are speaking at an event Sunday. So <clears throat> if you are in Rochester, New York area on Sunday, July 2nd, from noon to three at the Beachcomber in Canisius Lake, Jim and I will be speaking at an event there. And it looks like we got a lot of people coming, Jim. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. I, I've had people, I got I got breakfast with some guy that, <laughs> that's a listener there. So I got a breakfast first thing Friday morning, and then I'm going to head onto the station and do the show live there uh, on Friday. And uh, hopefully you'll join me for some wall Wahlburgers, right? Is that Wahlburgers. right? If I get there in time, we're gonna go have a Wahlburger. So, I, well, I'm gonna get a Wahlburger, whether you're there with me or not. That's that's uh, how you whatever time you leave to get there. So, yeah. So, well, I'm 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 probably not doing a show tomorrow night. We're just gonna do a Zoom, which I can do the Zoom if I'm driving. 
And right. so I should be there hopefully by afternoon on Friday. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, right. So, yep, there's that. And then we'll uh, kick off our schedule next Monday. We'll do the show or actually next Monday, no show. Oh, right. man. I oh, mean, it's going to be that, that many days off. Unless there's breaking news, we're probably not going to. So July 3rd, um, potentially I will be doing a show, but it'll be way earlier. Okay. I'll, I'll put that out there. July 3rd is how we sell. We celebrate New York state. We celebrate 4th of July on July 3rd. And then 4th of July, we actually go out and watch the fireworks shows. But so July 3rd, uh, the sh- expect the show to be much, much earlier or Vince to be hosting. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Tuesday, obviously no show because of the 4th of July, but then after that we pick up and we just keep on going where we left off. If there is any breaking news or anything of that nature, we definitely will come in for emergency broadcast. We'll get the information out there for you guys. Um, socialredpill.com that's where we're at please visit us at redpills.tv visit jim price at the jim price show.com the jim price show.com um if you want to contact jim or anything of that nature you can do it through me through our social red pill i believe jim's also on the social red pill you can find him over there as well as you can find him at the jim price show.com check that out guys that's all we have for you tonight we're going to be heading over to the after dark chat and q a and I'll be on in about 30 minutes from now. But if you have the link and you are a subscribing member, you can join in now. People will be on there. Um, and I'll be on in about 30 minutes. I don't know if Jim's joining, but he's definitely invited. I'll yep. let people know. Oh, Jim Price is going to join. There you go. So Jim Price with the, the JimPriceShow.com and the Dark Delight Show. You got to say that now. You got to start saying. The you got, actually, what you got to start saying is, I'm Jim Price with the Jim Price Show, the Dark Delight Show, and DEFCON 5 co-host. Oh man, I got oh, I, I got the labels now. Oh. I know, right? Like boom, boom, I'm boom, boom. Be a big boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, dude. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll definitely jump on. Though, so first, it perfect, guys. All right, we will see you guys here in a little bit, and I will keep everybody updated over the next few days of what's going on. Maybe we'll put out some brief little videos. I know Jim and I will probably have some clips from us live in the studio with the Dark Delight Show, as well as Sunday. Um, I'll see what we can do to try to stream that, record that, get that out there to you guys as well. Uh, if not, we will share some clips of that stuff. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all have a great day. And if we don't see you before the 4th of July, happy United States Independence Day. Uh, the Republic will once again be restored. Good night. <laughs> Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Ipatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.